911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the Mile High Club and how that might apply to your own life. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, a couple weeks ago, I had an opportunity to travel to Texas. The reason this particular trip was such a different one was because it was the very first time that I have ever traveled by myself. Yes, I have traveled to 13 different countries. I'm very fortunate to say I have traveled and seen incredible places in my lifetime. I definitely have so many more to see. But for this particular trip, it was one that I took on my own. And I'm sharing this with you because if I can if I can admit some vulnerability, there was certainly a lot of angst and anxiety built up around me having to navigate and figure things out all by myself. Typically, when I travel, I have Clint to where even if he is a little confused on something. At least we have this sort of buddy system going on. But for this trip, it was just me. I actually experienced what tornado sirens sound like for the very first time. And I got to pay witness to what the sky looks like when almost the entire thing lights up with lightning. And it was just an absolutely incredible trip. And on my way home, I get on the plane And as soon as I go to sit down, there's this woman with her husband, and apparently when they booked their tickets, they were separated by like five seats. So this was a problem for her, apparently, because she was talking to the flight attendant and all the other passengers about her angst and her anxiety with flying and how uncomfortable flying was for her. And this gentleman's seat the husband was right next to mine. And it was one of those situations where everybody kind of stops and they're looking at each other. And so the flight attendant asked if I wouldn't mind to move seats over to where this gentleman's seat was. So I agreed and I grabbed my stuff and they had pointed to the seat over, the seat that they had pointed to was the one that I went to go sit in. So I sat there and it seemed like almost as soon as I was done putting my things away, a woman comes up and she's looking at me and I knew right away I was sitting in her seat. So I looked over and I was like, buddy, like, where was your seat supposed to be at? So then I gather all my stuff again and then I go over to what is now the appropriate seat. I smile at the passenger who's sitting in the the window seat. I put all my stuff away. I sit down and I used to be the type of person to where I would never open up a line of communication with strangers. Now, I wouldn't say that I've ever been somebody who's been shy And if I can be honest, I think that a lot of that came from this sense of me not wanting to be bothered. And it's actually embarrassing for me to admit that now. I used to think that having those types of conversations were too time consuming or they were not important. And picking up conversations with random strangers just was not something habitual for me, which is is actually a little ironic in retrospect, because I will use any excuse today to pick a conversation with anybody who will be worth sharing their time with me. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because as we were on this flight, and mind you, it's only a three-hour flight from Texas to California, and I spent the first hour in silence reading a book, getting ready for an interview that's going to be published here in a couple days. And after I put all my things away, 
I realized that our screens, the TV screens, weren't working, and it was both of ours. Everybody else's seemed to be working except for ours, so I kind of pressed the button just to see if anything's going to happen, and this sparked the attention of my, my passenger mate next to me, and he says to me that we just so happened to get the two seats on the entire plane with the screens that weren't working, and he was upset about this. He had tons of equipment Equipment I, I wasn't familiar with seeing because this was like industrial looking iPads and and very tactical looking equipment. And that opened up this line of communication for us after one hour sitting next to each other in silence. Those next two hours were the most enjoyable in terms of conversation that I have had in an incredibly long time. Now, I'm sure you guys have seen all of those different videos of passengers getting kicked off of the plane because they're not wearing their face masks properly and things like that. But there there came to be this silent understanding. And when you're that close to somebody in a, a, a plane seat, you know, it it's one of those things to where. You try to be respectful, not knowing what somebody's stance is on masks or, you know, whatever, whatever their personal space allowance is. And so to make a long story short, him and I ended up not wearing our masks for the next two hours. Nobody, nobody reprimanded us for not wearing our masks for the next two hours. And we spoke about everything under the sun. We talked politics. We talked about current news. We talked about past. We talked about policing, we talked about reform, we talked about everything that you can think of the the personal lives of either one of us, our our spouses, his kids, horses, like this conversation just went on and on and on. And I remember getting off the plane and just feeling so fulfilled having met him and having such an enjoyable sense getting off of the plane and then navigating my way through the airport to find my luggage, find Clint and I'm sharing this all with you because there are so many times in our lives where we don't allow ourselves the opportunity to be able to interconnect and to engage with other people. And I used to be that way. And when I compare how I once was to how I am now, I live such a more fulfilling life because I allow myself the opportunity of being open and expressive, not only to be able to share my own views, but to be able to just be quiet and actively listen and to really take in what somebody has to offer me. And there's nothing that I value more than an intellectual conversation, which is definitely what I was able to have with this perfect stranger. And I'm saying this because I feel like there are times where we don't allow ourselves the gifts of life. We get so caught up in being busy all of the time that we don't recognize that sometimes something so meaningful and valuable could show up right next to us in the middle of our day when we're not even waiting for it to come. How many times have you waited to purchase something? How many times have you waited for the right opportunity for something to happen? How many times have you built up this anticipation for something in order for you to feel fulfilled? And when that happens, usually on the back end, we create the same process over and over and over again, where we're looking for the next thing to give us fulfillment, to give us enjoyment. But I found that by pausing and slowing down a little bit and by recognizing the opportunity that is often sitting right in front of us, there's so much more meaning that comes out of life. There's so much more that this world has to offer us. If only we'll pause for a second, put down the devices. Thank goodness our TVs weren't working, right? 
and allow ourselves the enjoyment of life, human connection, the type of interpersonal relationships that we're able to build with other people, I think is fundamental. And not only is it fundamental, but it's more important now than it ever has been before. Society and as a culture, we're being separated in ways that have never taken place in the existence of humanity. Think about that for a second. Think about the movies you might have seen, the books you might have read where you picture a tribe. You picture what it looked like to be able to forage, to hunt, to find food, to build shelter. The community raising children. Think about the communion and how close we used to be as humans compared to how things are now. I would ask when the last time is that you ever even spoke to your neighbor. I make a very cognitive effort to try to reach out to the people that are around me, the people that are closest to me in my community, the people that are closest to me in our our Facebook group, the people that are in my lives, the networks that I've built up. I keep a Rolodex that I have continuously activated because I want to make sure that the people in my life know that they matter. And even more so, by doing that, I am able to meet other people that are then introduced to me because of those people that I've, I've once met. And there's nothing in my life that's been more fulfilling. And I know for you, it's the same thing. If you think about the relationships in your life that matter the most, think back to how you even met that person. Was it a chance interaction? Did you meet someone on accident? And then did that accident turn into a, a relationship that you never imagined that you would have? I have friendships that I've had for many, many years from people that I've met by traveling outside of the country. Imagine that. You go to another country and then you come home with best friends. It's such a beautiful thing, but we have to give ourselves the permission to be open and to allow ourselves to not be so self-righteous. And I certainly was. And when we do that, our entire lives change. Our lives change because we're able to see how we can add value and meaning in the lives of other people. We're able to see what other people have to offer, what their story is. Maybe that one interaction could change somebody's entire day. You never know what somebody is going through. Maybe they just lost a loved one. Maybe they're going through a divorce. Maybe their child is sick. Maybe their dog has just died. There are always things that that we're dealing with that we don't show on on the surface. And even if that's not brought to the surface, even still having that meaningful conversation with somebody could change the entire demeanor and even the trajectory of their entire day. Why wouldn't we want to give that to other people? And in ending this, I just want you to know today is already an amazing day. And I want you to carry the energy with you that you decide to carry with you throughout the rest of the day and know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.